to send you on the chest grows weary and the muscles in the legs grow tired from those hard charging linebackers. You must always remember the Rattlers will Welcome to the first episode of the Stripe Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything Florida A&M football. Now, eventually we will go over to other sports, but right now the main focus is the A&M football team. And boy, that's the main focus. And as you saw on Monday afternoon at 3 o'clock, in Miami Dade, in Hard Rock Stadium, you saw the Florida A&M Rattlers focus and dialed in, man. So this episode, we're going to recap the Jackson State University game. That was, boy, uh, looked to be a good one coming off Jackson State's big win versus South Carolina State last week. Uh, they came into Miami, and we thought it was going to be a big one, but the Rattlers thought otherwise and they shut them out the first half man so let's go ahead and get started with the first half recap now the first half it started off like I didn't think it would I thought it was going to be a close one in the first half then Florida and them take it over in the second half but what you saw was a team that was dialed in and they was running on all cylinders you saw Florida and them Opening kickoff, you had Marcus Riley taking it back for a touchdown, man. And you know something to say, Marcus Riley, brother, you showed your natural born ass on Monday, man. You showed out, brother. You showed out and you showed what FAMU is, is gearing to do this year, man. Um, You know, one thing that my takeaway from that opening kickoff, really, um, and I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit, for, but that first half was my takeaway was on all weekend long you saw teams even the good teams Georgia number one team in the country you saw them kind of kind of had to get things rolling that first quarter you know especially fam you going against a team that played a game that has a game up under their belt and won pretty crazy like when they played South Carolina uh South Carolina uh Bulldogs what you saw was an A&M team that you can tell those players and those coaches, they took that offseason from January till August. They took that time very seriously. You know, whether it was recruiting, whether it was uh, transfers coming in, whether it was getting the players right, right? They had a couple players that came in, just came in for fall camp, and they still came out running on all cylinders. That's only a testament to the coach, man. Coach Willie Simmons, he said that he he's – thinking that this can be a, a season for FAMU to be national champions. We, they're knocking on wood, man. I pray so. But this can be. He's also saying that he's chasing the ghost of Jake Gaither. He knows the doors that he's knocking on with Billy Joe, Jake Gaither, the great to- coaches at FAMU, and what he has to do is win that national championship to get him mentioned in the names of the great coaches at Florida a and 
But what we saw was a team and coaching staff that's ready and prepared for the challenges of the year, man. Um, Marcus Riley, brother, once again, you took that thing to the house, bro, and I can't do nothing but give you the salute. You might make the plate maker of the game for this week, man. But going back to the game, now FAMU started off on all cylinders, 21-0. This was phenomenal, phenomenal. Running game, offensive line, a one. The gaps I was watching, I, I watched FAMU lean on that on that offensive line, lean on that defensive line. You know, that's what you really want to see opening up the season is you want to see how good that offensive line is. You want to make a name. So when report when we're uh, recru- reporting and they go in and do the scout reports for next week, teams look at and say, well, that offensive line, that, that offensive line is serious, right? You want their focus to be on the offensive line. Meanwhile, you have a great quarterback in Jeremy Musa who's pinpointing, dotting it, dotting it to his receivers, man. Um, his tight ends, man. I, I got to say, man, that the offensive line they gelled together. You know, like I said, they had a couple of additions that came in in the fall. You had Cardell Thomas who came in in the fall and he played very good, man. That left guard is locked down. That's a that's an excellent left guard that we have. Um, you also have the center, man. That whole middle center guard, center, uh, that center guard guard, that that whole middle is 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 stout. It's stout. They handle different type of fronts that JSU tried to run at FAMU. They were still able to handle it, man. Whether it was four three or whether they tried to put a nose in, FAMU was able to handle it with anything that they threw at them. So that that's very good to see coming out, man. Now, um, now I mean Jackson State. Now you you. You, you kind of think maybe they were on a, a hangover from the week before and also their former head coach, Prime. Uh, coach Prime had just made a big statement out there in Colorado University. So you can you can say, okay, maybe their attention that first half was somewhere else. Maybe they'll come back in the second half. But what you saw was a defense that stood up in the first half and carry it over to the second half. I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but that defensive front, you know, as I was watching that defensive line, that defensive line reminded me um every player on that defensive line, even Gentle Hunt, the big the big man in the middle, they looked like Isaiah Land on that middle in that middle man. Um that defensive line, that front four, those linebacker, that linebacker court humming to the ball, man, running to the ball. One thing I can say is you can you can tell uh, Coach Ryan Smith, you can tell what his uh, his key point and his pinpoint that he needed and he emphasized throughout this offseason was I need a hat on the ball and I need everybody swarming to the ball. You can tell that defense was ready, man. Every play, it looked like a pursuit drill. Every play, it looked like a pursuit drill. Even if the play was down, you saw the the safeties coming over to make sure that the ball, you know, until the whistle was blown. You see the cornerbacks running over from the other side of the field coming over to make sure they was around the ball, man. That is a great defense. That is a great defense. Attention to details. Um, Now, I'm going back a little bit. Um, I attended the Coach Willie Simmons uh, call-in show on last Tuesday, uh, right before the hurricane, man. Shout out to uh, all the people affected by the hurricanes. If you can, try to uh, send relief or any type of funds. Uh, make sure they're legit funds, but make sure you try to help the people on the panhandle, man. Because a, a lot of our rattlers are from Chipley, are from uh, different areas around the panhandle, um, and their families may be affected. I know we have a couple players out of Taylor County, I believe. But 
what you saw is a defense that swarmed around. Every player looked like uh, every player looked like Isaiah Land. One thing that Coach Simmons said was he was going to make sure that this team was focused coming into this game. He said last year, as I attended the the talk show, um, he said in the show that last year they gave them a kind of a lot of free time going down to start off this game. They gave him, I think, four days last year. This year, he said, nah, we're not doing that. We're only going to give them three, three and a half days down there in Miami. Not let them get too loose. Let, make sure their focus is on the game. And that's what you saw this game, man. You saw a team that came out focused. You saw a team that wasn't wasn't drunk off the, pre, off the preseason hype. You saw a team that's dialed in. And ready for this pre ready for this season, man. Um the offense, I would like one thing I would like to see is the number of plays. Now, uh Coach Simmons did point out that it's gonna with the new changes in the clock is they're trying to run at least eighty plays a game. Um, so around 80 plays a game. So I would like to run the numbers on. I'm tr still trying to search for that. Probably have the next episode around the number of plays that they had per game. Um now they were coming in two injuries that I thought would be uh been a, be a factor into the game. You had Jalen Goss uh, with an ankle injury, though. But injuries going into a, coming off of a preseason, all right, they're gonna come. They're gonna come. You know, you're gonna have a physical preseason to make sure that you're ready for the season. So they're gonna come. But they 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 weren't they weren't really a factor in this game, man. Fam, you came off humming, man. Um, get out in space was Coach Simmons' philosophy. Um, that he said before the game, and fam, you got out in space as you saw the screen passes in the first half. Uh, that opened up the run game. That also opened up the deep passes. Um, Musa with a beautiful pass. Over the middle, I believe it was the Marcus Riley. Um, at right after he scored, probably a couple plays when they got the ball back, they tried to do a deep pass and he dropped the ball. But uh, they end up coming back and scoring again. But you can tell the deep pass is there for FAMU. But that comes off the screen passes. That comes off the the quick hits that FAMU's doing, man. That Jeremy Musa's doing. Um, now. The recruiting that they've done is showed off in the first half. You love to see things. Usually you see, I say, I keep, I cannot stress this or emphasize this enough. You see teams have to gel together. It's the first time playing together. They have to gel together, right? And you see they don't start running and, and running and running and running and running good until probably the third or fourth game. But you saw the key additions to FAMU, the new transfers coming in. You saw them be able to come in and attack. Understand the opportunity that's in front of you. Playing Jackson State. The team everybody in the country knows about because of Coach Prime. And everybody in the country knows about because Coach T.C. Taylor is doing a great job. He is. You know, you got to say he's doing a great job right now. He beat uh, South Carolina pretty bad. But he came up against Coach Willie Simmons, a brother that's understanding and has his team put together the right way, man. Um, You know, before we get to the second, before we take a break and get into the second half, one thing I appreciate Coach Simmons about doing is staying at FAMU. Uh, a lot of people thought he would leave to go to other spots. A lot of people wanted him to leave just so they could start talking bad about FAMU. I don't understand that. But a lot of people wanted him to leave so FAMU could kind of fall back off. I, I appreciate Coach Simmons for staying in, holding his head down, and take going through the prime time going through the prime time and letting prime do what he had to do to get to where he had to get but coach simmons understanding 
I came here to do a job. I came here to fulfill something. And he's staying and he's sticking with it. And you can see the team coming out, understanding that their coach is one of the best in the country. And if they're coached by one of the best in the country, um, then I need to play like one of the best in the country. And they came in and did so. So let's take a break real quick. Then we're going to get into the second half. Uh, the second half was pretty short, fam. You didn't really do anything. But let's go ahead and take a break real quick, man. If you're coming to Tallahassee, Florida for a Florida A&M game or a Florida State game, make sure you're contacting Brandon to get you some of Smokes Meats Barbecue. Smokes Meats provides the best barbecue in the city of Tallahassee using all wood, post oak, pecan, maple. Sometimes we use cherry wood. Make sure you're contacting Smokes Meats to provide the best barbecue in the city when you're in the best city in America, better yet, the best city in the world Tallahassee, Florida. Make sure you're contacting Brandon Johnson at 850-766-7646. And if you're coming to Tallahassee, place your order a week before you arrive just so we can make sure that the barbecue is ready. It's all done the day that it's delivered to you. We don't hold anything in the freezer and we buy the product the day before it's it's made. So make sure you're checking out Smokes Meats. You can find Smokes Meats on all social media platforms by just searching hashtag S-M-O-K-E-S-M-E-A-T-S. Hashtag Smokes Meats will bring you all the content you need to kind of decide what you want, whether you want smoked chicken, whether you want smoked ribs, or my favorite, the smoked beef ribs. Oh, boy. Nice, juicy, tender flavor. We use low sodium because we are dealing with meat products and we don't want bad health things on the other end of it. So we use low sodium so it won't raise your blood pressure a little bit, man. Smokes meats, make sure you're contacting us and let's go on to the second half. I appreciate y'all. All right, y'all, welcome back, man. So as I stated, it wasn't too much in the second half, really. Um, I'm going to give you a couple stats. FAMU did help hold Jackson State's only 10 points in the second half. FAMU did not score any points in the second half. So I would have I liked to see a couple points scored in that second half. But it, it's okay. All right. But I don't want that second half carryover to the first game or next game. Um, because we'll talk about that. I think that ne this next game versus South Florida... I think this can be the key, but we'll we'll talk about that in a second. I'll give you a couple stats from the game. Um, first down, FAMU was even kind of with Jackson State, eighteen for eighteen uh, first downs with Jackson State, seventeen. Um, now total yards, three hundred and fifty-eight. I would have kind of liked to see five hundred, close to five hundred. Three fifty-eight is almost there, but I would have liked to see close to five hundred. They did hold. Uh, Jackson State only 303 yards. Um, Jackson State had 231 yards passing. Um, I believe most of that came in the second half because that defense was like out first half. 150 yard passing for Florida A&M. Now rushing, like I told you, the keys to the game, that offensive line play was magnificent. 208 yards rushing, 72 yards rushing for Jackson State. That defensive front is phenomenal. Florida and um, iron sharpens iron is what everybody says, right? Is what the greats say. You're seeing iron sharpening iron in practices at Florida and um. Hopefully, I can get down to a practice to watch some of these practices. 
I would have liked to go on doing the off season, doing the preseason, just because I know those are a little bit more physical than the regular season practices. But that offense, the defensive line, those linebackers, those running backs, they are blocking. That offensive line, that tight end, those tight that tight end group is blocking. These players are they're doing what they need to do up front. That front seven on that defense, A1. That front line on that offense, A1, man. So I really appreciate those 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 dudes for really holding it down. Six penalties were 50 yards. Okay, let's 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 hem that up a little bit. Four for thirty for Jackson State. Mm. Now fumbles lost, defense swarming to the ball. I told you hat on the ball. Two turnovers for Jackson State, none for FAMU. Total time of possession, 30 minutes for 59 seconds for AM, 29 minutes to one second for Jackson State. So it was kind of almost even on that front, but you saw an AM team that was able to score and really it was that close with the time of possession because Florida AM scored on the uh good on the opening kick and they also had good field advantage um from takeaways, kickoff returns, um and just a good job by the defense holding uh Jackson State to close to their backs on the end zone. But fam you did a great job this game. Like I said, nothing really to say second half. Fam you you did a great job, man. Um now what I like to do on the strike podcast is I like to give a couple keys uh, key players, man. We call them, call them plate makers of the game. Hopefully, you will see more with the plate maker of the games. I got to say, Marcus Riley, my brother, you got this week's individual plate maker of the game, brother. Two returns for 160 yards. Uh, for 120 yards, my apologies. Two returns for 120 yards. Also, I got to say, brother. You did it on the offensive front too, man. Being one of the leading ru- uh, receivers for Florida and m with I believe two, four, two, uh, five passes for ninety yards for Florida and m man. Um, I gotta say, brother Marcus Riley, you did a great job, bro. Um, I, more wishes to you, wishes to you, man. Much props to you. Also, I got to say the position group of the game, I got to say it's got to go to the, the offensive line. Cardell, brother, you 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 promised me y'all was going to win. You promised me y'all was going to win, and you went out there and did it, man. So much respect to you and the whole offensive line. Um, that offensive line is <clears throat> top. I had to clear my throat for that one. It's top in Division Two. It's top. And, and it, may, it could be topping uh, in college football this year, man. The offensive line, wind humming and doing what they're supposed to do, they they, they will handle the job, man. And they showed a testament uh, to that this week, man. Um, I got to say also to uh, Jaheem, I believe his name is. I don't want to say it wrong, brother. Jam, 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 Jamari, that's right. That's Jamari. Had to slip my mind a little bit. Jamari Sharid, brother. Three returns for 95 yards. Five catches for 90 yards. We usually don't do this on the Strike Podcast. I'm looking through the stats. We usually don't do this. We usually only give one player, one single player, a plate maker of the game, and a position group of plate maker of the game. But my brother, I got to give you Jamari Sharid. I got to give you 
the second plate maker of the game for individual for three returns for 95 yards, five catches for 90 yards, leading receiver. Brother, you did what you were supposed to do. You went out there and handled business, man. So I appreciate y'all for doing what you need to do. Now let's go over to this next game. Um, Also, uniform, man. Uniform check-in. Fam, you uh, came out in there traditional green jerseys i love the green jerseys man the white helmets that white helmets is clean boy on the summertime day the white helmets uh also they came out stunting in the new lebron cleats man lebron's doing a great job with the jersey with the jerseys and also the cleats um now what i would like to see i would like to see i talked to the uh media director the other day at famu um i asked him about the jerseys i would like to see a throwback jersey here and there Sometimes um the old FAMU jerseys here and there sometimes, but I love them green jerseys nonetheless, man. So that's the uniform check-in. And then lastly, let's get into the breakdown of this next game because next time you will hear from me is probably after the uh, USF game, right after the USF game. But this game versus USF, I'm thinking is going to be a big one. Um, Not only a big one because I believe FAMU will go in and beat uh, South Florida, South Florida just coming off a loss to Western Kentucky. I believe it was 14-41, I believe, or 21-41. Let me pull up the notes. I believe it was. It was 24-41. They're coming off a loss to Western Kentucky. Now, JSU's QB isn't as mobile as USF's QB, um, so I think that would be a good test for A&M. Um, also that offense, our offensive line going against their defensive line, just to be some bigger people. Um, once I don't want to take any slight to division two, but, uh, a little bit, uh, a little bit, a little bit upper talent, a little bit, just a tap, a little bit good talent, better talent. So I would like to see how often, uh, how our offensive line goes against their defensive front and also our defensive front with gentle hunt holding down that middle, how he goes against the offensive line. Now, defensive line wise, like I said, every player look like Isaiah Lynn. I think them boys want to eat on that defensive line. And I think as long as they set the edge, they hold that quarterback USF down, I think that they'll be able to do a good job on the front, on the defensive front. Um, now, USF does have former Gator Naquan Wright, so that is going to be a big game. I hope they can hold Naquan Wright because being also a Gator fan, I know what Naquan could do. I've been watching him since high school. He was in high school, and I know what he can do. So that's going to be a key factor. If they can slow down that running game, of uh usf i think they can they can hold it down for this weekend man now this weekend is not only big because like i said fam you can beat um a division one uh division one school but i also think fam you can be big that this can be a big weekend um being florida recruiting right that orlando area that tampa area that st Pete. Um, you've got Fort Myers down the road. Um, you got uh, you can go Daytona if they can come over across the state. Um, that that area right there is a honey hole for FAMU, right? <clears throat> it's a, a rattler pit, a rattler's den, if you would say. Shout out to the rattler's den, but it's a rattler's den, if you would say, um, for FAMU and recruiting. I think FAMU recruiting wise, they were down in Miami. They doing a great job in Miami and South Florida with recruiting. I think that Central Florida area, shit, even Gainesville, 
Apologies for crossing, but even Gainesville, I think that could be a good area to get them boys down there, them dudes down there for a good recruiting trip. Um, and also being able to come see FAMU do such a great job. Um, because a hundred is going to bring people out. So FAMU coming in and getting the dub two, getting the W two, man, is going to be pretty big for recruiting. Um, and it's going to carry over to the off season. Uh, Coach Simmons, I got to tell you, brother, you're doing a great job with recruiting wise, and I think this weekend will be another great weekend for FAMU recruiting putting the world on stage about what A&M can do and what we are primed up to do this year, man. Play on words with primed up. Primed up. Hey, JSU weren't primed up for this one, huh? They was missing their prime. Man, this concludes another episode, uh, first episode. Hopefully you'll hear another one of the Strike Podcast. I appreciate y'all, man. Make sure, Rattlers, you keep striking, dog. I love what I'm seeing, man. I love what I'm seeing. You coming to Tallahassee, make sure you're checking out Smokes Meets. Make sure you're checking out everything that's going on with Smoke Screen Entertainment, man. I appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good rest of your week, man. Good short week here we got, dog. And football, NFL starts on Thursday. NFL starts on Thursday, man. Oh, you got to love it. Falls almost in the air. Make sure you're being safe with these hurricanes that's out there in the weather, too, in the water. So I appreciate y'all for listening to the first episode of the Strike Podcast. Y'all continue doing what you're doing, man. Appreciate y'all. Thunder and lightning pierce the sky with faith for the glimpse in the eye of a fallen rattler and hope a lost friend when the sinew on the chest grows weary and the muscles in the legs grow tired from those hard charging linebackers you must always remember the rattlers will strike